Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lane. Lauren is not with me today riding, riding shotgun, but to fill her shoes, I have one Mr. Coach Tyler Sullivan from the great state of Wisconsin representing. Tyler, how are you today? I'm good, dude. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining good. us. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for fighting Thanks the for technology. Oh my goodness. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible morning of technology. So we're okay now. Tyler, let's be clear. We're lucky we're both here right now. I mean, it's just, yeah. It's true. <laughs> there you go. It's true. I'm happy to be here. You're I'm right. absolutely happy to be here and lucky to be here. Yes. Well, so lucky because really this is almost the equivalent of Rogan and, um, you know, really of all the accomplishments you've had in your life, being on the Happy Healthy Strong podcast is probably top five now. So congratulations. You know, I expect my social media following to go up 10 people at least. I mean, can the internet explode? <laughs> because on Monday, Facebook and Instagram were both down. So if there's something, if, if here's the one-two punch to blow up the internet, this might be it. This might be it. This is going to be, this, this is my takeoff moment. This Appreciate beautiful. it. This is beautiful. So Tyler, for the, awesome. for the tens of people that listen to this show um, that, that don't know who you are, tell people who you are and, and why you're such a big deal. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, you're saying I'm a big deal. I really appreciate that. I, I, I don't think so. Uh, no, but seriously, it, it's been uh, it's been awesome uh, for the last ten years. I've been the owner and operator of Badger CrossFit uh, here in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, which is just a suburb of Milwaukee. And um, I've been uh, living in Milwaukee for eleven years. I was in the corporate world prior to me owning my gym, and uh, you know I'm now uh, a ten year affiliate owner of a CrossFit gym. Um, functional fitness facility, whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride, you know, lots of ups and downs. Uh, had, a, had a couple children in the midst of that and moved like four times. So <laughs> lots going on in the, in the, in the decade here of, in Southeast Wisconsin. There you go. And now you just don't do the gym owning stuff. You, you have other, other fires going. You have other plates spinning with, with some personal training stuff and some more mm -hmm. personalized coaching. You want to talk to people about that? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, ended up, um, well, kind of throughout the 10 years, I've had many kind of different plates, so to speak, of just things I've been doing. I've, you know, I've done business coaching. I've done, um, uh, I've done uh, a lot of private training. I've done online coaching um, and I've done corporate wellness and, you know, everything in between that you can think of as a gym owner or coach uh, would want to do sports teams, athletes, professionals, whatever. And uh, yeah, but right now it's my main two focuses right now are three focuses, I should say, are, you know, obviously uh, my family, that's being one of the bigger ones, um, huge focus. Then I got my current gym that I've had for the 10 years. And now this new thing that I've kind of created and uh, it's sort of my online business and uh, it's online coaching uh, and accountability and mindset training and things like that. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Really? Now that, yeah. that did that blossom? Through COVID, was that a thing that was happening before, or did that that blow up during COVID? No, it, it was sort of a necessity. Okay. I, I realized at that moment when uh, the government was telling me what to do and how to do it, I was like, "Well, 
um, now I can't help anybody because they're saying I can't help people. Yeah. So when I, when they shut down, it just made me realize that um, when, when that was taking place, I was in a position where no longer could I fulfill sort of the vision and mission that I have for myself as a, as a, as a vocation, as a career, right? I wanted to be able to help more people through health and fitness, specifically with the cross methodology or functional fitness methodology and uh, nutrition principles that I believe in. And uh, when they did not have any more physical access to my location, I was like, well, I'm sort of a, you know, this coach who has, you know, I'm just coaching myself. I'm, I have no one to, you know, help, you know, obviously we had the remote online thing at the gym, but I mean, it really made me realize that I was in a position of, of, of being a little bit too one dimensional with just this physical training facility. And, um, and I knew I could help more people. So as a result of COVID, it spurred the idea uh, and conversations with some other people in my industry that how can I make this thing better? How can I make a greater impact on people, not just in the Milwaukee area, but everywhere? And, um, and that's really where I started it. So end of last year in 2020, like in December, I started to seriously take uh, into consideration. And uh, for the last four months or so, I've, um, or sorry, it took about four months for me to kind of get that rolling and, and, and all that uh, through the pandemic, trying to grow the business back up through the pandemic. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I've been doing that a lot. So it's been, it's a wonderful journey, but it's a challenging journey at that. Um, but I've been able to help a lot of people. And that's really what I, I, I've always tried to focus on. What do you, what do you see with, um, cause I think, I think that's a huge challenge. I, I don't want to say I don't, I don't enjoy doing the, the online piece just because I, I, and, and this might be a, just the drawback of it, but I'm, I miss the face to face stuff. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm not great with, obviously not great with the technology piece as we experienced this morning, but like what, how, what do you see these people that aren't coming to your gym and you know, aren't, you're not teaching them how to squat in person and stuff like that and taking them through this, this strength workout, this conditioning workout, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. How, what, how do you help them? What do, what do they need that they can't get that they come to Tyler and then, then you deliver? Mm. Great question. I'm not here to replace the in-person stuff, right? I'm not here to be the person who, you know, obviously I'm, I am an in-person coach. I still do that. I, you know, it's still a huge part of my life and I love it. And I love the interaction. And it's one of my favorite things. Um, but, you know, there's a certain segment of the population that just doesn't have the time yeah. or the ability or uh, the know-how, um, or even the confidence to be able to enter a facility like mine, mine, or to be able to even go to any place. And you know, heaven forbid they go to a regular globo gym, um, they're not going to get the type of training and results, most likely, mm-hmm. that uh, someone with you know ten years of coaching, well, more than that, but um, of experience that would if they came to me. Um, there's a lot of great coaches out there. There's a lot of wonderful coaches that obviously are there in the, in the online world. Um, I'm sort of just reaching a specific audience that sort of I cater to that is, you know, the busy mom and dad mm-hmm. uh, and, prof- and professional who, you know, they really want to stay fit. They really want to be better for their children, their family, their spouse. And it allows me to sort of cater my message to that person um, that already has sort of a know-how and a skill set of what to do. They just need that. They need a little bit more specific custom training. Um, a little bit more, maybe specific information um, and accountability towards nutrition, uh, as well as just the mindset and accountability factor. You know, they are busy people. They don't have time to go to a group setting or even a private session with myself or another coach or somewhere else in the world. And they just need more direction. Um, and that's what I'm here to provide. Gotcha. So what, to talk 
typically? Because my my the shortcoming with what I, I feel like we do sometimes is that we co- we coach that athlete for that one hour in the day, um, the yeah. member for for one hour in the day, and then they screw up the other twenty three hours. hundred <laughs> um, percent. What what do you what are your recommendations for just the, the again? Everything you said was so personalized, which was awesome because everybody's different. Everybody has their own unique set of circumstances, whatnot. But for the the busy person, busy mother, father, busy working person who's who's listening to this podcast, who just might need a, a couple nuggets, what might be a couple of the the low hanging fruit things that, that you recommend to almost maybe all of your people or good? Yeah, well, people? I mean, there, there's obviously a set of guiding principles that everyone needs to follow. That quite honestly are that's why their principles are. They work. They're boring. You know, a lot of people, they're not sexy. Going into the gym sometimes is the last thing that I would recommend some people to do mm-hmm. is believe it or not. They're in a position where they're just overworked, underfed, underslept. And in order for them to truly get healthy, um, they need to stop focusing on so much gym time and focus more on sleep and food time. And um, a lot of and stress reduction at that, you know, so many people are so overworked and, you know, their relationships are, are, uh, you know, having issues and things like that, uh, that I would definitely recommend looking at the big low hanging fruit of, you know, how's your sleep? You know, what are you putting in your body? Like, like how many calories, how much protein, um, you know, the types of food you're eating, obviously all that you could take nutrition and really make it its own thing as people have and do. Um, but then, uh, um, so you have, yeah, sleep, you have your nutrition and then you have, you know, just your stress, your overall stress level. You know, and a lot of those things go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Most people that are high stress have low sleep. Um, so I typically work on those things in the very beginning with my clients, because at the end of the day, if I add, and that's all say, let's just say those things are doing subpar, right? But I say, all right, come to my gym and let's train for an hour a day. And I, I'm expect, holding you this high standard of intensity or to come in consistently. It's like, wait a second. We just kind of, are we ignoring and pushing all this other really actually more important stuff off to the side just because you're coming into my gym? So at the end of the day, I'm not really truly making that greater impact on that person. They're not getting what's truly best for them. Yeah. Um, and in good conscience as me as a coach, I'm not going to say, yeah, let's just do some training, you know? So those are the things I would focus on. Gotcha. 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 Have you noticed with the onset of COVID, um, that stress piece changing in people, are people more stressed today than they were two years ago? Yes. Um, I would say yes. Uh, if, if it depends on the person, I would mm-hmm. think, you know, obviously everyone's an individual. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, in the greater context of just kind of what I'm seeing in the ethos of the world, absolutely. And everything feels worse, uh, in terms of like anxiety and stress, just because, you know, I think the climate and the nature that is, you know, happening in the political world, as well as the news and just the doom and gloom situation that we, you know, we've all seen here. And then of course you add in some, uh, you know, pandemic issues and global, global crises and just, you know, new presidents, like you see all these things that are happening in the world and it's easy to get yourself flustered and down. And I, I, I do see some of that translating over into just sort of people's uh, emotions a little bit. What, um, in, in this crazy world of COVID, Mm -hmm. well, here, Tyler, I have, I, I I have a feeling and then I'm going to, vocalize that feeling and then you tell me if I'm how off I am or how on I am. Okay. I yeah. I I'm a little frustrated. Not not to talk not a doctor, not to talk the about the efficacies of, of vaccinations and, and stuff like that. But it mm-hmm. it saddens me as a you know a person in this you know fitness space, fitness professional, um, how 
scared we were of COVID and what it might do to me and da 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 da. Where um, I would I would have hoped that it, this would be the thing because so much of the time, like we, we see people start exercise programs because they get that bad doctor's report um, b- because they realize, oh my gosh, I'm I have early onset, you know whatever, prediabetes or diabetes or osteoporosis or something like that. And, and it's that kick in the butt that they need to, oh, holy cow, now I got to get in the gym. I've, I haven't worked out in 50 years, but now is my time. And, and it's great. Like that's, that's the thing that pushes that first domino and all the other dominoes fall. I was hoping that COVID would be that little kick in the butt for so many people that, that need to get healthier, that should get healthier. Um, and I, I've seen too many people um, kind of go the other way and just hunker down and hide. Um, again, when the government said we need to hunker down and hide, um, as opposed to actually go out there and, and take care of ourselves and lose the weight that we need to lose and, and start eating better and get our vitamin D up and, and be active. We did literally the opposite of, of all those things. Um, yeah. How, and this is and now we have the vaccine. And so it's like, Oh great. I don't have to do any of this stuff. I'll just get poked and I'll be fine. Again, not saying that the vaccine is good or bad or I'm anti-vax or any, cause none of that is true. Um, what are your thoughts on any of the word vomit? I just, I just spewed there. I, I mean, I have a lot to say. Um, yeah, I, I think you, most, of, I knew you would. <laughs> I, well, in the, I would say, you know, and I think, you know, and understand as a coach, you know, we become really good at becoming, uh, and learning about how people operate. And I think we just become pretty emotionally intelligent and we start to become better at understanding human beings and what really drives them and makes them tick, you know? And we're all in a, I think a, a situation where, you know, as coaches, we can have sort of that top level view more so than I think most people can mm-hmm. and understand the greater context of the story that people tell themselves, the people that they're on, like you can see it a little bit better because, you know, we, we become really good at that as coaches, I feel. And, um, and, th- and that awareness, I think, too, is, a, is, a, is also a great thing and a gift in some regard that we have. I think a lot of people just don't recognize that first off for themselves. You know, it's why, a moment by moment. Just, why is ahead. that? Why do you think that is? Why don't people realize that? I, I think it's distraction. I think that's it's also self-medicating on, you know, fixing, fixating on current issues, you know, because it feels good in the moment. And kind of going into my you answering your question, excuse me, is. You know, we're in a position in this world where it's really simple to make a easy decision, right? And do the easy thing. Mm. And in our world, and what everyone was telling us over the case of this pandemic, and just in general, in real life too, is that, you know, it's, you can do the one thing, just stay at home, right? That's easy. I can do that. Put on a mask. Cool. I can do that. That's super simple, you know? Um, it's, uh, you know, get a vaccine. Absolutely. I will. That's super easy. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to making a tougher decision and something that's going to be a lot more difficult of a road, but also more worthy and long lasting, such as taking care of your health, right? Investing the money, the time, the energy, the effort, the tears, the pain, the sacrifice, right? That you have to make to eat well, drink well, sleep well, and be well is a lot more difficult and more of an uphill battle for this country and people in general. And it's just like, why wouldn't I do the simple road, right? And as a coach, you and I, I think we understand, you know, and it's human behavior. We, it's, people are going to do what's simplest, you know? And we've gotten to a point in this country where I feel that most people are in a situation where 
in their lives are going to make the simplest decision. And it's because every single day, I feel like they're getting beat down by a lot of the messaging from media, you know, what's out there in the climate, social media, you know, what others are thinking, whatever. And it's, they just kind of ignore um, and they, they cater to that, right? They, they cater their decision-making to, to that stuff versus, um, you know, the message of hope or the message of, uh, of, of health, you know, real long lasting, true health. And I think that's where we're, well, why we're in such a predicament it is today. I mean, we have more access to physical fitness facilities in this country than ever before. And yet we are the most obese we've ever been. So to me, it's just, it's, it's, it's a sign that, you know, we're in a position of, of, uh, it's, it's, it's not a physical access issue, right? It's not an informational issue. It's a, you know, get out there and do shit issue. Part of my French yeah. um, issue. People are lazy. Yeah. It's gotten to that point. I hate to say that because it's, that's a blanket statement because mm-hmm. everyone's not, there are a lot of people that have some serious mental problems and emotional things related to this journey mm-hmm. that, um, that will get you better. And I think that there's a lot of blockades there as well. Like, you know, fear of the, uh, how you look or criticism or, you know, some, there's some things that go that back up a lot of their decisions as well. I'm not going to downplay that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my uh, thoughts. No, those are, those are all, all fantastic thoughts. I, you said more obese than ever. I, I read something and again, I almost believe none of what I read anymore because I don't know what's true and, and what's not. It's true. I, I read, That's a good point. I, I read that ch- ch- children, uh, obese children doubled, um, during, through COVID in that, whatever yep. it is, this last 18 months. That blew yep. my mind. Like that, the amount of kids we are now doubly as obese as what we're. I, I can't wrap my head around that. Um, it made me so sad. I saw that stat as well. I was okay. just like, almost in tears. It was like, and these poor children. You know, like mm-hmm. we're in a position where we can give them. Uh, we, you know, we want to protect them. We want to say, you know, like a lot of people will say, "I'll die for my children." What are you doing to them? Yeah. You know, because as, as parents, we, we have the responsibility, right, to share what's 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 appropriate, I think, and, and will help them in their future. And um, when that happens, it just makes me sad because, you know, I just know there's there's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. Well, I think what you just said there, I, I, I don't know if it's coming. Uh, Brian Strumpf? 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 What's uh, out in um, Charlotte? Oh. Uh, yeah, did good he, dude. Did I he, just talked to him. Yeah, did he just have that post on, you know, I would die for my kids? Did you see that? On, oh, maybe that was where I got that. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it was fantastic. But then, I might have read that. Well, and something along the lines of, and I really like Brian. He's a smart son of a gun. Um, smart dude. I've good never, met, I've never met the guy. Uh, we're just, you know, Facebook acquaintances and whatnot. And I, I, everything he writes, I'm like, man, that's good. Um, but yeah, the, you know, I die for my kids, and really, in essence we're doing all these things not to live for our kids. And it's, it's really, really unfortunate. Like, Oh, I love my kids so much da, 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 until, you know, you hit 42 and have a heart attack and like, yeah. you know, or you're, you know, now you're diabetic and da, da, and like, gosh, I, I just, I, I wish there was an easier way. I'm going to rant. And then you tell me how to, how to, how to help the, the masses here. Um, I wish there was an easier way without this like life threatening, you know, come to Jesus moment that people could look themselves in the mirror earlier and be like, you know what? I need to start, you know, turning this around before like my car completely goes into a skid and I have to completely, you know, you know, overcorrect and, and whatnot. What, what are your thoughts, Tyler? How do you, how do you fix, how do you, how do you get people to recognize this stuff earlier? Or is there no way you just have to, you know, lead the horse to water when the horse gets thirsty? 
and that's the, it, it, it's such a hard, obviously dynamic. Cause you know, I, I think we're in this position today because people are unable to be, get, or to be able to get ahead of that. Yeah. Right. They seek comfort first. All the, I mean, that's, that's our thing. We, I mean, as human beings, we want to be comfortable and they're going to take the easiest route possible. And it's just like, it's super hard to, to, you know, and I, and this is probably the one, one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned in, you know, just coaching is that you can tell someone to do something and it's all the right things. And it's always going to, you know, it's, yeah. you can be perfect, you know, and you could be like the master of everything, but if they don't want to change and it's the, their reason behind making that change is not big enough, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but even that what we're talking about here is that if your children, you know, if they're, if they can't play with their children or their children are getting sick, that's still, there's so much power behind what's happening that they still won't make that decision to make them better or to make themselves better for the children or to make their children healthier. There's a good book, uh, James Clear, I wrote Atomic Habits Mm -hmm. and he talks about why people do what they do and the psychology behind a lot of it. And, And I tell you what, that book, it's just all just for me, it was just, made so much sense and a lot of the information that he put out in, in research and things like that. It just, it made sense, you know, and for so long I fought it so long. I, I, there was so much information uh, that I could tell people and I try to convince them to do something until I'm blue in the face. And I realize I'm just, it's an uphill battle. People are not willing to do that unless there's a greater reason for it. And um, you just got to find it. And there's that book helps. Yeah. That book helps. Very cool. I, I think it's funny. I, I, I'm fighting a little wrist injury right now that I got in jujitsu probably over a year ago um, because I held on to a grip that I should have let go and broke the grip and pretty sure got Ouch. some some ligament damage in here. And I was just going with the flow. You know, I'd, I'd wrap my wrist, even you know, if I did any type of pressing, it didn't hurt pulling, blah, blah, blah. And um, I just, whatever. I just, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I couldn't do a push up. You know, I, I, I have to get neutral with the grip. Um, oh, yeah. And then I went out in the driveway to shoot baskets with my kids. And I went to shoot a basket, and it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire oh, life. Oh, like, ouch. Ah! And that's where it's like, okay, I got to call the doctor because I can't play <laughs> basketball, you know, w- with my kids who are not good basketball athletes. We're lanes. We're not very tall, you know, we're a little squatty. We're more of a wrestler <laughs> mentality, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. We don't have that Sullivan height. Um, yeah, we but got some height. You you do get you guys have you have some height, um, but yeah, no, it was it was funny. Like that was the thing. That was the thing. Like, I, why can't I go play basketball? This is this is dumb. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I wish it would have have gotten to that point. Um, you, you mentioned, and I don't know, I don't know. This is just frustrating to me again. But um, if 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 we would be a healthier nation as a whole right now, and and COVID mm-hmm. were to hit, um, you yeah. know, or hit again like it did, you know, eighteen months ago, um would it be less of a thing? Would we have had to shut down the country? Could we have just gone about our ways because people would get it? And if you don't have four different, you know, uh, risk factors to, you know, to, what am I saying here? What are the risks with the, the extra comorbidities? Thank you. Nailed it. If, if, if we don't have so many of those, cause so many people have, you know, two, three, four or five of these things. I forget what the average ended up being somewhere around four if i remember um, I think you're right yeah for, for for people dying which is, is terrible it's terrible um but terrible. if people have none or one um I, I just wonder if if this thing doesn't affect us the way you know it, it has it just it's sad because i think everybody at this point has has been affected in a really really negative fashion and i wish that would be the, the kick in the pants for people 
Tyler, yeah. there's no question here. Yeah. This is just Adam ranting. So, no, I appreciate it because it's it's all just wonderful. You know, it's a symphony to my ears. Under like that, people get it. You know, and and I I just it's really disheartening for me to see just obviously the decision making that has happened and occurred as a result of of um, uh, the past you know whatever year and a half you want to call it, and some of the things that we could have done as a nation and the message and the hope that we could have inspired to be able to make these changes right to get out of this mess, maybe a little bit quicker and maybe a message of, you know, certain food groups, we need to, you know, focus on this and, you know, focus more on, you know, the exercise and movement. And just like we had a platform there that people were really, Hey, what's up? What are we doing? You know, how can we do this? But it's just like, we didn't, you know, we lost that opportunity. We lost that chance. And, you know, money is a big part of it. I, yeah. I do feel, you know, it comes down to the pharmaceutical sides and the, you know, the quick fix type scenario. Yeah it's really disheartening. And we had this thing that we could have done pretty good things with um, and a message of overall health and creating a better, uh, you know, framework of sorts and message of let's fix these comorbidities, yeah. you know, let's fix these problems in the future. Here's what, here's some awesome things that we can work on. Yeah. As you look at countries like um, Japan, and I think this was early on when I was doing, you know, some, some white paper work in regards to trying to change some some of the regulations around gyms in Wisconsin. Um, but it was, uh, it was, I think Tokyo was, you know, obviously they're like the third most populous country city in the, in the world, excuse me. But um, it had like the lowest amount of infection or I'm sorry, uh, symptoms or, or there were most people had, it was, it was like the place that had the most asymptomatic cases okay. or something and gotcha. least, least amount of deaths. I mean, cause Japan is just a, Mm-hmm. They have they have a, a very very good system in terms of like just you know overall health. Yeah. Their food system is pretty good. You know, they just do things really well. Yeah. And um, but that you know it's just kind of got overlooked. You know, it's like what what are these countries that are doing really well and faring well at this at this thing? Maybe we could start to mimic some of those behaviors and, yeah. and some of those actions as a country, and we could be better off. Yeah, but yeah. I really like, I was hoping Michelle Obama would c- come through with her, you know, her healthy initiatives and like, Michelle, where are you? Like this, this, if, 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 if there's a time to, you know, plug, you know, vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C and getting outside yeah. and being active and, you know, getting your whatever 60 minutes of, of fitness a day or movement a day, or, you know, going for walks or picking up at something, holy cow. But it was, it was the yeah. dead opposite of, of all that stuff. And it was so frustrating. Yeah. My, my kids and I actually went to, we went to Walmart yesterday. <laughs> I took a picture because right when you walk in, they have their Halloween displays of Reese's pieces, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, stacked eight feet tall. And literally you scroll left and there's, there's a, you know, the, Hey, free COVID shots. Um, which I just, again, not, not uh, against the vaccine. I don't care, but it's like, I don't either. <laughs> get your chocolate peanut butter cups, get your vaccine, have a great day. It's just like, Oh my gosh, we are, we're so missed. And literally it was uh, the first thing that we did when we, we we walked through into Walmart, like boom, there it was. I, I felt so weird taking a picture, but it was like this. I've never seen anything like this before. This is blowing my mind. It's almost too silly to the point where it's like, I, it's it's so laughable that it, it, you just can't believe it's true, you know. And again, us as coaches and us connecting the dots, I feel like there's just that that doesn't exist right now. What has I don't know what what where that's kind of disconnected. Yeah. Why can't we Why can't we see the grant the grand scheme of this 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 thing? Yeah. You know, again, I think it's just a very short minded, narrow minded kind of vision, and it's just being open to new ideas and new information, and then just 
like thinking, being a free thinker yeah. and, and really just kind of understanding what is this that we're doing? Yeah. Like, do you see the issue with this? You know? And uh, I just think it's no, yeah. they don't. That's, that's what's really crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, I feel really sad for it. Yeah. Do you, do you think that is, is that a media thing? Is that a, is that a social media thing? Is that a phone thing? Is that a, I'm too distracted with, you know, Susan's yeah. dog and, you know, you know, Billy's kids and, you know, that so-and-so's son won the soccer championship this weekend and, ah, and they, they can't focus because they're too distracted or any idea where, where that, that comes from? I, I think that's a, you know, a definite, a, a could be a cause, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of just people's attention span to, you know, thinking outside the box. I think we as a society are quite drowned out with information, yeah. with uh, stimul stimulus, with, um, you know, messaging yeah. and, uh, you know, other, obviously everybody that's, you know, your neighbors, they're all in the same boat. And then when you constantly hear that message, you forget to kind of be in a position of, you know, what is it that I'm doing? You know, what, what, you know, you're so focused on these other distractions, you forget to think and look at what's going on here. Yeah. And, um, and that's perhaps one of the things that I think could be causing it for sure. Yeah. I'm curious if this would have happened 30 years ago, you know, pre-internet and whatnot, like how, exactly. how would have stuff been different? Like more people have died, would less people have died? Would, would we have been healthier and been able to, to fight it better? Were people just more active during that time? Um, obviously the obesity rate was less, like, would we been if this hit in the eighties? Would we have been better? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, 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 I would hope that uh, you know, as this goes on, that we can start to understand the bigger picture of what's what's really occurred here, and just kind of going back and like looking back at this, that we can start to get those answers. Yeah, you know, and realize like, geez, we had an opportunity. We really sucked that. Yeah. That, that that was a mistake. You know, but a lot of people don't like to be wrong, yeah. especially people at the top that want to lead this country and that want to stay in power. Yeah. You know, I think it's just sad. Yeah. It's really sad. So, Tyler, but, last little thing here, because I want to respect yeah. your time with everything. I, I, I do appreciate this. What if you're if you were to give a little little motivational speech to somebody that's 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 on the fence, they're trying to figure out this fitness thing. They know they should do something, but they don't really want to. They know it's a lot of work. They got a lot of things going on. Their bank account's a bigger priority than, you know, their own body, you know, itself. Um, not saying, you know, working out should drive you into huge debt. But if, if somebody needs to, a little, little kick in the butt before they actually get something that is that is life-threatening and, and really, really scary, um, you know, what, what get, give me your Tyler Sullivan, you know, air punch in the face type type speech to get get people's asses in gear here well i mean i uh i guess there's one thing that i i kind of always think about when i'm trying to tell people you know about you know either starting something fresh whether it's movement or nutrition plan or a, maybe a sleep regimen or maybe even just a stress reduction plan it could be any of those things it really doesn't matter you know it comes down to the choices that you make on a day-to-day -day basis you know you're either going to make time for the things that um, your, your value or your, that you value or you don't. And, you know, it might be too, you might be in a situation where you're going to have to make time for the decisions that you didn't make today. So if you're in a position like where now you're 10 years down the road and you got sick and you have all these issues, you have no one else, but to, you know, basically, you know, punch yourself for, or, you know, blame 10 years ago, but yourself. 
right? So we're in a position today where, you know, what, who you become, you, you have an opportunity today, you know, and it's either you make that choice now or you're going to make a choice to make time for sickness and disease and de- 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 uh, decrepitude later because you're not going to get it otherwise. Yeah. So that would be kind of the, my thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's excellent. Um, anything that you wish I would have asked you? <laughs> uh, no, no, I think you nailed it, buddy. Right. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. This no. is, this is fun. I, I, I love just conversations. Yeah. You know, I think this is, if, uh, you know, obviously I think the good thing that you do is, you know, you're, you have a natural conversation here and I think this is where it led. And I think that's awesome. I, yeah. I, have, I had no agenda in terms of questions, but I appreciate, you know, everything. Yeah. Well, Tyler, I really appreciate you and everything that you guys do with, I mean, and if you, you know, and we'll get your Instagrams and things in a second, but like, um, you know, how, how, how strong you are with your, your, your faith, your family, you, you, you prioritize these things. Um, you, you, you run a heck of a gym. Now you're helping people, you know, online, like you're, you're really trying to, you know, really help as many people as you can at the end of the day. And, and let's be clear, there's so many people that need help. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's admirable. And, you know, we, we, you know, again, I really appreciate you, you coming on. People want to find out more about Tyler Sullivan and the greatness that is, uh, where, where do they find, give me all the, all the socials and things. Yeah. Well, and thank you so much again. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to, uh, be some sort of contributor. I've learned and screwed up a ton. So I, was, I hope I was able to offer some, some value here, but, uh, either way, uh, you can reach me at my gym, Badger CrossFit. It's all on social and Facebook. And then my personal and online stuff is, uh, my Instagram's tyler.m.sullivan. And, uh, my Facebook is just facebook.com slash Tyler Sullivan. So go. really simple stuff. Very cool. Awesome. Well, Tyler, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your time. I'm glad we figured out the technology. And, um, Me too. Yeah. At some point, I'm bringing the kids up, and we're going to play at the farm. Let's do it. Excellent. Guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.